It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast. I'm Asa Smith. Uh, America just won the Nations League, so this is your your entry to that. Uh, wait, I should probably do the intro. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. I'm your host, Asa Smith, and America is the only team that has ever won the CONCACAF Nations League. Uh, we have... A lot of discussion about a lot of things, but mostly we start with America won the Nations League. Get hype. This episode is brought to you by the Anchor app and also the Smith Workforce Management Group. Check out the Smith Workforce Management Group for all of your small business, HR, and employment needs at smithworkforce.com. Once again, smithworkforce.com. Let's get right into it. Ethan Horvath. Ethan Horvath. Uh, keeper one keeper motherfucking one let's go let's go so i hate to say that uh i called this when i said that i mean i know it happened because stefan got injured but stefan had didn't look very good against uh honduras and he didn't look that great in the first half of this game so it sucks that it happened because he got injured but uh Ethan Hornbath, Wally Pip, we know, listen, Wally Pip's name lives forever, and so does Zach Steffens. This is Ethan Horvath's job. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. It's Ethan Horvath's job. Yeah, no, I, you can't argue against it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, so um, for Wait, those before, of you. Before, before we continue, um, which Ethan Horvath is, has this job? Is it the first child in the trench coat? The second one or the the third child, the trench coat. Because I, I, I think convinced... because it was yeah, I think because it was an extended save to the right. It's got to be the left foot, so it's got to be bottom bottom Ethan Horvath. Okay, bottom Ethan Horvath, keeper one. I'm convinced that man is three children in a kit because that face looks like he is seven years old. Uh but he's older than all of Mexico. Suck it, L tree. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, we are we are currently watching the the uh, trophy celebration. Tyler Adams is walking around the stadium, waving at all of the Mexican fans on their way out. Oh man, <laughs> entire team is just made of trolls. Oh <laughs> uh, man, just you know what? Top to bottom, top to bottom, this team, man. What, what I mean, there, look, there's there's not that much to say about this game other than uh, they. Ba- I mean, look, they they battled this team battled like like i i think if you if you talk about the a, a team that's average age was like 23 like they should have wilted they should have absolutely crumbled and they didn't wow i mean multiple times i thought this game was over although it should be mentioned that <laughs> the uh the var help on the mexico's non-existent second goal really kind of brought us back into that game because i think that uh if that had stood that would have that would have caused some problems. Oh yeah, and uh, look, look, 
the reality is, is that I, I think probably later in the week we'll we'll have like an actual in-depth breakdown of like, oh, you know, maybe Kellen Acosta is not good at playing soccer right now, or Tim Ream playing is is an indictment of Greg Berhalter forever, which it is. But you know what? Right now, don't care. Raise the trophy. Raise the trophy. Uh, you know who's never won a Concacaf Nations League? Anybody except the United States. Anybody except the United States. That's right. Mexico never won a Nations League. I mean, I don't know what I would do if I've never won a Nations League. Costa Rica never won a Nations League. Uh, I think we're being joined by Angus. I am here. (laughs) (laughs) What an entrance. (laughs) Uh, I mean, look, I'm currently watching uh, Clint Dempsey in sunglasses. (laughs) talk shit about Mexico. And he put those he back on? He put them back on. <laughs> it's 10.30 at night there. Clint Dempsey might end up being the drunkest person in Denver tonight. And oh, that's yeah. saying something considering Kevin Kwiatkowski is still there. Kevin Kwiatkowski, uh, so so, so our, our, our longtime co-host, Kevin Kwiatkowski, was at this game. Uh, midway through the first half, he told us that he might have blacked out. I cannot imagine what his day looks like tomorrow. I don't think we've heard from him since that. We, we have not heard from him since Weston McKinney's goal. Uh, is he... So that... <laughs> no, uh, Geo's. Is he uh, working yeah. tomorrow? <laughs> he is He he is scheduled to work tomorrow. Uh, that's, a that's, that's, that's up for debate. Whether that he happens. has a presentation at some point this week, and that's why he didn't go to the last game. I don't, I don't remember what day it was, but like... I think it's, I think it's, I think it's literally going to affect his day job. Yeah, I think, I think it's due Tuesday night. So he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He'll have some coffee tomorrow morning. He'll be fine. Uh, Yo, yo. Okay. So can we, can we talk about the fact that, that Ethan Horvath, Ethan Horvath, who can't get, who can't get a cup of coffee in Belgium, just won us a Nations League. Yeah, wait, sorry. I have to ask a question about that penalty kick. Sure. The strike was bad, right? It wasn't good. <laughs> uh, no, look, like the thing is, is that if you're a right-footed kicker take, trying to go uh, left corner, like that's tough to do well. Like that, that's, where, that's where like a Ronaldo would go. Um, so you're telling me this dude tried to be Ronaldo? <laughs> Pretty much, like he, he tried to go across his body low, which means that you need to, that that ball needs to come out with an exit velocity of like 105. I mean, in baseball terms, like like you're 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 trying to get it past someone's like that's a tough place to put it, but it's also super hard to save if you hit it right. Like low and and right means you're you're pushing off your left foot and you got to go low. That's that's real hard to save. Um, if you strike it correctly, he did not strike it correctly. <laughs> but you know who did strike his correctly? Christian motherfucking Pulisic. That kid. Uh, he that was an inch perfect. That was like right in the uh, upper right corner. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. No. That 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 penalty. You cannot save it. It's. I mean, it's, you I, can, but that would be the complete. Like, there's no instance where diving up to your left is the right call ever. No, I mean you. You'd need to, yeah. Th- there are there. There's exactly like two goalies on earth who make that save, and and they're both ne- forty in German. Uh, one of them's forty in German. The other one's what is Ederson? Is he Brazilian? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Man City's goalie. Um, I think it's so funny that they're making Mexico go get second place medals. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, wait. If we learned anything from this game, they they might just throw it into the stands. <laughs> they might throw it at Geo. <laughs> uh, also, I, I love that they the uh, the Americans are putting on like the shitty Stephen Barry's uh, championship shirts. None of those are going to make it out of the box. Like every single one of those is going to be found at a a bar in Denver tonight, tomorrow morning. Uh, I, I have to imagine that some percentage of this team is going to Boulder. There's a lot of marijuana to be smoked. Uh, can this team even get into bars in this country? Uh, the average age is uh, no. No, they cannot. 
I, th- I think I think uh, Tim Ream and John Brooks are basically going to be the hate misters of this team. <laughs> and ironically, Ethan Horvath. Ironically, yes, Ethan Horvath is 26 years old. Um, so, uh, wow, just I mean, the the fact that the three goal scorers are Reyna, McKenney, and and Pulisic, and those are the three kids that we all you know they're the, like the golden generation. They're, they're who we talk about and they're the three who get the goals. I mean, it's just so perfect. Yep, definitely. Um, For sure. I mean, it's just, it's so perfect. And um, really, I mean, Weston should have had two. Uh, not to take anything away from, you know, Geo, but that goal was a deflection off of a Weston, or a I Weston mean, shot. The, this was Weston. I mean, the two best players on this team right now. I mean, look, Christian is, is really fucking good. But, you know, like, he disappears. Weston and John Brooks won this game. Like, just, just John, John Brooks won this game. DeAndre Yedlin, I think, I think we need to mention, because his willingness to, to, to fight a motherfucker uh, cannot be overstated. By motherfucker, <laughs> do you mean his own coach? Because I think if, if Greg had not put him back in, uh, Yeldon was going to punch him. I mean, it's possible. Um, <laughs> like, like that was so. That was funny. Like he was hurt and he came off to the side, and, and Greg was about to put in cannon, and Yedlin was like, "No, no." You can clearly see him yell, like yelling, "Greg, Greg, hey, Greg!" <laughs> not coach, not gaffer. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's meet the I've parents. Never, I haven't seen trust. someone waved off that hard since Verlander waving off Leland in like the heyday. <laughs> No, no, man, it, it's the meet the parents thing. It's the circle of trust, and Greg is outside of it. <laughs> uh, also, we need to talk about Weston McKinney giving giving a ref a side eye to his face. And then dapping him. <laughs> and then dapping him up. Weston <laughs> uh, McKinney just kind of does what he wants at this point, and I'm completely okay with that. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't care. He's But, like, that's the thing, is that he's his his swag and his swagger and his, like, just sense of like, I don't care. I'm going to win this game, which I think has to be in some way influenced by Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, it's just unparalleled. But like, that's the thing about this team. Like, when you play with Cristiano Ronaldo, when you play with Leo Messi, like, there's a certain swag that comes with it. And this team has it. This team yeah. has it. I mean, uh, and you know, like, look, like Zach Steffen, he didn't play great, but you know what? He gets a medal too. And he's, he's, you know, from from one to twenty three, this team this team played played so well, and I gotta tell you, it is so much fun to fucking win these games. I would be so angry if they had lost. Meaningless trophies, meaningless trophies. Yeah, <laughs> but it's better to win meaningless trophies than lose them. Right. I'd rather have yeah. a meaningless trophy than not have a meaningless trophy. If that makes you, sense. You it's know, also it, it's a competitive win against Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, like a I very mean, look, competitive win. They wanted this game. They wanted to win this. So, yeah. like that's and this was like this was our first team. This this was our first team. This was their first team. I mean, look, they they were missing their best player. I don't want to talk about that, but um, like, don't care. They tried to win this. We tried to win this. Uh, they can suck it. Yeah, and there our- was there was too much uh, shit baggery to not try and claim that they were trying to win this. Like, <laughs> they fucking. Doug and Trent on French and Christian's plant foot. Like, do they think that, like, like, do they think that nobody was going to notice that? Like, five people stood there and watched her. Like, ah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was honestly some of the most unprofessional sports. I I haven't, I'm, you guys know, I'm not a a regular CONCACAF watcher. Welcome to (laughs) CONCACAF. That's all I can tell you. Okay. I, I turned on this game after dinner at like 10 o'clock. I, I told, I told Alyssa like, yeah, this will be over in about an hour. <laughs> no, no, no. This, <laughs> no this, idea. this is pure concaffing. Uh, like refs have no control. <laughs> Players getting hit with bottles of beer in the face. On yeah. both sides. <laughs> yeah. That was the funniest. Like, like when, when, uh, but see, the, the, so I'm, I'm I'm watching the post game, and it's what's so interesting about the the fact that these that our team has an average age of like 23 is that right now, like immediately after after they were done with like the the trophy ceremony, they all like ran to the supporter section, like they were a college football team going to the student section. Yeah, 
Like that's that's so so cool. Well, I mean, outside of like the top what five or six guys, this is gonna be like the most thrilling uh, scenario they've been in. Obviously, Pulisic, uh, Stefan, McKinney, Dest, really. Um... I mean, well, Rain is never gonna win a, a domestic title because he doesn't play for Bayern. But yeah, yet, yet, yes. <laughs> well, that that is the rule: is that as soon as you get too good for Dortmund, you go to Bayern. Right. Correct. So within two years. <laughs> Two years. Uh, and, and that's like, that's the other thing. Gio's 18 years old. I happen to know what all three of us were doing when we were 18, and it wasn't scoring goals against Mexico. No. It was. No. It, it wasn't it, scoring at all, if we're being honest here. Uh, that's correct. That is correct. <laughs> Most definitely not. Self-burn. Those not even close. <laughs> Self-burn, rare, but effective. But effective. Um, but yeah, I mean. Look, I, I think and, – and look, Greg Berhalter put out a team that, that I did not agree with. But you know what? DeAndre Yedlin was ready to fucking conquer calf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I – yeah, actively making fun of that halfway through the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing is that, like, at a certain point, like, you got to play play the, the stadium. And, and you need a dude who's ready to fight. And DeAndre Yedlin was ready to fight. A guy who has multiple neck tattoos, including a throat one. Yep. Dude was ready to fight. Yep, I mean, that's he's, a, he's a, that's a Jew for you. He's a Jewish dude who plays in Turkey. <laughs> I mean, whatever about the tattoo, but he's a Jewish dude who plays in Turkey. He is not scared of anybody. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> like, like, consider what what like what goes through the mind of a Jewish dude is like. No, no, no. I'm gonna choose to play in Turkey. <laughs> Hang right on, now. I think we need to have a disclaimer. For wait, this wait. One too. I'm sorry, I, I everybody. This is going to get a little playfully anti-Semitic for a minute, so just bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I, but yeah, so like I didn't. Alyssa didn't know that he was Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would you? <laughs> I mean, DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> um, she looked it up. She's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, he, but like, you know what? Like, that's the thing is that he, he gets like so much credit because I think at the end of like, as much as we talk about, like, there's no analytics for intangibles. There's something to having a guy who's like completely unintimidated by Mexico. And he was unintimidated by the moment. He was, he was completely like unfazed by the fact that you were playing a home game away or an away game at home. And, and he was ready for it. And I think that there's something to him being able to look in the eyes of, you know, Gio or Christian or, or, or PFOC or any of these kids and saying, like, look, it's, it's fine. We've been here. Yeah. It's fine. Also, you know? also, Adam's going in at the end. The team, like, all the, like very uh, – the untrained eye all of a sudden, like, turned a switch. Well, it turns out having a midfielder who can, you know – you know, be a midfielder is yeah, get the, put the ball forward. I feel yeah. like we should point out that Angus came into this game like basically at the start of the second half, and around the 80th minute, he said, uh, "Why can't our midfield get the ball from the, from the defense to the forward?" <laughs> and the answer to that is um, Tyler sure. Adams is, is not. <laughs> but see, like, but but I, I do have to say, just get stuck. Um, just got yeah. stuck. What are you guys doing? Like, but you 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 gotta wonder, like, if Tyler Adams was healthy enough to play the last fifty minutes, wasn't he healthy enough to play the first forty? Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't really understand what the point of that was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but you know, and and the thing is, is that that first goal doesn't happen if if uh, if if Tyler's playing, he doesn't make that mistake. But it does matter because uh, won a trophy, Ethan Horvath. Um, if I ever if I ever have a son, Ethan is on. Actually, I can't name him Ethan because I have a cousin whose kid is named Ethan. But uh, still, Horvath maybe. Horvath Smith. Horvath Smith. <laughs> um, but <laughs> seriously, this this team, this team, and and you know, like, look, there's 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 a lot of time for oh, who's this? Who's that? Don't you know? Right now, it doesn't matter. Beat Mexico in a competitive game. Everybody else can suck it. Awesome, awesome game. Couldn't be happier with that result. Um, and also the fact that a, a, a Mexican fan threw a bottle at a Mexican player. Uh, <laughs> not sure what to say about that. I guess I guess they were, the, the, the Mexican fan was as accurate as Gallardo on the penalty kick. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, all right. Well, that was uh, that was gorgeous and beautiful. Uh, Clint Dempsey has not taken off his sunglasses, I'm which sorry, makes. But speaking of gorgeous and beautiful, I feel like we should say a nice one nice thing about Mexico, and the nice thing is Guillermo Ochoa. Yeah, Memo Ochoa is a gorgeous human being. Um, yeah. All of us are. He is way out of all of our league. Like I don't know if he's if he's uh, straight or or gay or whatever, but none of us could get him, and none of you could get him, listeners. He's he's gorgeous. Way out of your league. Wait, what about our Burberry model? You could get him. Oh no, so he can have whoever he wants. Yeah, yes. long time listener. Oh no, so you can get you can get careful. Owen can get him. Nobody else can get him. Uh, I guess you know you know what uh, Geo Reyna can get him apparently. Also, long time listener. Uh, I don't think the Geo's allowed to listen to this because I I, I think that we have like a uh, like a minor thing. No, we said we wouldn't bully high schoolers. Yeah, we have a, we have a policy that we You're... don't bully high schoolers. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so we're not allowed to mention Diego Lainez, who is apparently 14. He's 20. Uh, <laughs> we can bully him. I've been saying this all day. Uh, you know, I, I, I do have to say, like, in terms of actual analysis, how did Matt Miazga not play when you have Diego Lainez on the other team? Like, you got to have the bully in there. Well, it's just... Like as soon as he scored the goal, that's when you should have put Miazga in because like you have to make you have to make him think twice before he goes back into the box. Well, does like, ah, does does Bearhalter does hit. does he does he believe in Bash Brothers? <laughs> I mean, he started DeAndre Yetlin in this game. Well, he knew he what didn't he was start doing. the other one, did he? <laughs> he did not. He needed to start Miazga. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, like really, the the chief troll of this team is Weston McKinney. <laughs> Uh, and he is, I, I, I think like, like, look, Christian's our best player. Tyler's our beating heart, but Weston McKinney is our swagger. And, and he, he brought it tonight. Um, I don't even know if you can say that. There's so many choices for that title on this team. I mean, he's a good choice, but like, you could also choose John Brooks. You could also choose, uh, Yedlin. You could also choose. So, so if we're, if we're doing you, body, you're missing the keeper. You missed the keeper. The keeper doesn't <laughs> no. have swag. E- yeah, Ethan, Ethan has Ethan, no swag. Ethan Horvath is the whitest dude you know. <laughs> he still he won the, the game, didn't he? Three children in a kit, you know. That's true. Uh, look, he won the game and he's the hero, but the fact of the matter is, is that dude listens to, to country. And not like alt country. He listens to like Kenny Chesney. Yeah, he also needs a different haircut. It's looking a you little. Mean Conway uh, Twitty. It's looking a little yeah. uh, swastika. <laughs> I mean, oh. no. Uh, no, we have nothing bad to say about Ethan Horvath because <laughs> Ethan Horvath is an American hero. It's like when Michael, like Michael Phelps, uh, and we all know this because Michael Phelps hung around Ann Arbor um, when we were there, or at least when my older brother was there. Yeah, right before. Yeah, and he was like a massive douche, but you know what? He's an American hero, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I don't care. He can do whatever he wants. And Ethan Horvath can do whatever he wants, short of being anti-Semitic or racist. But I don't think he is. I mean, we don't we don't have any evidence. And DeAndre Yedlin was willing to fight over him. And he's both oh, yeah. black I feel like and we should Jewish. make a list. We should just... Let's just, let's just wrap this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, I don't even know which segment this is. I think it's the first one. So I'm not going to like play us out we recorded segment two earlier today this is our production meeting i don't care i i i stress drink a bottle of wine it was great uh america forever let's go i mean spoiler alert it's the same crew so we have production notes for this i just like i just clicked a link and i joined (laughs) no there there were no production notes for this one (laughs) the production notes were ethan horvath is a hero I told you there was no production notes, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> no, usually there are. Uh, all right. Are there? Right. You know what? Sure? Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining me. And as always, America forever. Let's go. Can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> go team. Go, go team. team. See you later. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out, completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like you got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. Well, you know, any any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can. I can. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Berhalter. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Berhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need the second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, that's incredibly wrong. Um, But, you know, people listen to our our podcast and they they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. (laughs) Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. Our what more do you need than those three? Right, our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What, what do you want? Um, so here's, here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pra- paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos... Could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're, we're, we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. Your uh, ideas intrigue me, and I would like to sub- subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, So it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So, do, do you want to do you want to do the call to action, or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. So, dear for listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put Anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So, just go straight to Anchor.fm. Or download the free Anchor app so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. Okay, do I have you both? Yeah, I'm here. Present. Excellent, excellent. How's everybody doing on this? Uh, well, it's 
sunny and the morning in California, but you both are East Coast and in places where they don't allow sun. Well, I can tell you it's sunny here, but it's hot as balls. That's that's great. That's helpful. <laughs> and uh, and how about how about how about you, Greg? Much about uh, Carolina if you don't think it's sunny, buddy. Uh, I I just assumed that it was just like constantly in a in a uh, milk of vinegary awful barbecue sauce. Uh, no, you can avoid that pretty easily. And I suggest that all of our listeners, in fact, do ignore that. <laughs> wait, 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 What do you have against vinegar barbecue sauce over there, Twigs? Really? This is, this is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna start off with. Yeah. No. <laughs> fuck North Carolina barbecue, man. It's Texas all the way. Uh, yeah, Texas. I, I, I think like you, you got to go. I think it goes Texas, St. Louis, Kansas no. City. No. 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 Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Speaking of Texas. <laughs> awesome. Way to go, guys. We got there. <laughs> First of all, and this is, this is a, a seamless segue. <laughs> as, as we said two weeks ago, I was making my way through Friday Night Lights. Okay. And spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert for all of our listeners who are a decade behind, like I was. Also, um, uh, everybody, welcome to our first segment of Angus's Bloody Beefin', where <laughs> Angus gets, we're going to give Angus about five or six minutes to just wait, bitch before, wants to. Before we, get, before we get sued and one of our listeners decides to eat some raw meat, we here at Touchdowns and Touchlines do Close. not. Close. <laughs> touchlines and Touchdowns, Wow. <laughs> You were, you were right there. It was a 50-50 shot and you missed it. I, it really was. It really was. I knew I was saying it wrong as I was like, as I was coming out of my mouth. You guys, this is a great production meeting. You want to start the podcast now? Uh, all right. Uh, go. I, I, I have some beef with the ending of Friday Night Lights. It was bad. It was terrible. Wait, did I, you say that it was bad beef? It was, it was not good beef. Not good beef. Definitely, like, I don't know. Like, I, I imagine Tammy Taylor, like, making really good brisket. This was bad brisket. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this I, made no this sense. Is, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> bring it a full circle. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, so for those of, of our listeners who uh, don't remember a show that went off the air a decade ago, um, <laughs> Coach Taylor, who is uh, a, a, fine texas high school coach who flamed out as a college coach um which is true he flamed out as a college coach Um, i don't know if he flamed out so much as he got sad (laughs) yeah and and that's something that's well known among uh football coaches is that they're they're very in their feelings and none of them are mercenaries who are no none none at all they're they're not all psychopaths (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's a funny thing about that show because they like they try to present this football coach as like oh he really cares he's really you know really cares about the kids and if you've ever met any football coach at any level they're they're psycho they yeah. they they, they yeah. could not care less about the people that they interact with on a day-to-day basis to the extent <laughs> that they can't win them their next game i i mean speaking of psychopaths jim harbaugh <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there uh, that's a preview for those of uh, those of our listeners who don't understand what's about to happen. But in about uh, after after Angus gets done complaining about a show that once again went off the air a decade ago, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Jim Harbaugh. Okay, well-known fact about Friday Night Lights: season two happened in the middle in the middle of the writer's strike, and it was just very clear that the writers like gave no shits about what was happening during that season. Like Correct. one of my favorite lines in that show was. And Twigs, correct me if I get this completely wrong. I feel closer to God when I'm inside you. Yeah, that is a quote. <laughs> <laughs> they went back to their season two roots in the finale and decided, hey, we're going to bring back a character and make that character who, like, the, the character who came back was Tyra. Clearly it was supposed to be Lila. <laughs> and did not rewrite the role for her whatsoever. It was just no, like, oh my God, fine. like... <laughs> It's just like the wrong actress. <laughs> I I don't know. Like a lot of it, like made me upset because the rest of the show was like 
pretty damn good. And like also launched a career of like a very good actor in Michael B. Jordan. But at the same time, oh, I oh, just whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa, no, whoa. no, 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 no. Wait, what? What did you what? just say? Michael B. Jordan, good you actor. Think, you think that Friday Night Lights launched the career of Michael B. Jordan? I mean, he started on the wire and yes, then went to Friday yes, Night Lights. Period. period. He started on the wire. Started on the wire and was there for how long? Like a season or two? Uh, I don't know. Uh, where's Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> also, also a spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, only only if you answer the question of of where is Wallace. Um, I I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well. It's the wire, Angus. So I'm pretty sure you can guess. <laughs> uh. Not <laughs> not having fun. In in, a, in an abandoned row house? <laughs> uh, something yeah. along those lines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, Friday Night Lights, uh, the show. The movie is, is phenomenal, and I don't, I don't think anybody here has any problems with it. Um, no, not really. The show, uh, the show, like oscillates between like phenomenal and um Very the OC, but second Texas. <laughs> yeah right like yeah. it's like and, it, and it's funny because like it's the reason why my sister actually really liked that show is that like every now and then you look up and you're like no no, no this is just this is just beverly hills 90210 but set in uh white like, trash texas rural texas yeah yeah no, i think that's what they were going for and i think that that's why it doesn't always appeal to uh, people of your persuasion, because they were very clearly trying to go for a certain type of viewer, which is not somebody who religiously watches college football on Saturdays. <laughs> um, and, and like, that's the, that's the funniest part is that like the first episode, well, the pilot was so football heavy. And then by like, I'm going to say middle of season one, they were like, what if football was just a, a, a set piece and the rest of it was the point and you're like ah that's not good <laughs> that's not what i signed up for <laughs> well that's that's also like like they couldn't decide like what they wanted to be like I, like you said like part part of it was like yeah we want to be the oc but the, the other part was like yeah we're gonna attack this like the wire <laughs> like we're gonna try and like examine these social issues in small town texas and oh by the way they're also obsessed with football and they're using football as a crutch because they don't have anything else going on in small town Texas. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be like they probably pitched it as the football show. And then the first couple of like they throwed in like some side uh, plots. And then the first couple of like Nielsen ratings came in. They're like, holy shit, we're doing really well with women from 14 to 48. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's turn to that. Well, I think what it was, it was probably one of those things where it was like somebody at NBC was like, hey, we have this um, we have this existing IP uh, and we have two years to use it before it reverts back to Buzz Bissinger, who was the writer of the book, Friday Night Lights. So we need to make we need to make a show. All right. First episode is going to be a lot like the movie. Great. Oh, shit. We made an hour long show. The movie was an hour and a half and we've got 22 episodes. left. What else do we have? What do we got? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. These, these, these kids are pretty attractive. What if we made Tim Riggins, who is 30, uh, what if we made him <laughs> a sophomore? And cool. a former Abercrombie model? Yeah. Um, Let's be like, real, current Abercrombie model. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think after Battleship, even Abercrombie's like, whoa, Taylor, I don't, I don't know if we can do so much. <laughs> Um, Apologies okay. to Taylor, who is a longtime listener of the pod. Taylor Kitsch uh, is a longtime listener of, of the pod. It's because he he really likes uh, he really <laughs> likes soccer. Uh, turns out hates hates American football, uh, but you know despises it. Does not like to hit people in his spare time. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, and uh, I think this discussion is kind of pointing you at the reason. Right. Uh, so okay. So um, speaking of coaches who couldn't hack it at the college level, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Couldn't hack it at the college level at Michigan. <laughs> at, yeah, that's true. That's true. Sustainably. You, you, do have, you, you do have to deal with like degree of difficulty. Um, but well, I, I actually USC think like the, degree of difficulty. That's pretty difficult. Yeah, I, uh, I think that, that the 
<laughs> the uh, that 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 was something falling off my desk. Um, so the the question with Jim Harbaugh, and and so since we're in the dog days of summer, and since we all assumed that he was not going to be coaching at Michigan in 2021, and apparently he will be. What's uh what's what's the mood among the non MGO blog Michigan fandom? The non MGO blog Michigan fandom. Um, well, I mean that's a point of discussion in, in itself. Like, where do I fall in that MGO blog Michigan fandom? Um, Let's get super free, like, folks. Right before the season, I, I probably fall in that category. But like right now, definitely not in that category. Um, well, also like they probably agree with this statement. Um, should have been fired. Uh, and replace with someone by the names of Schmatch Mamble. But <laughs> um, uh, you, you, do you mean the guy who was allegedly offered like $80 million by the, the Lions? And he was like, nah, I'm going to stay in Ames, Iowa. Stay in Ames, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But in yeah. fairness, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was probably the right call. I mean, probably the right call. Yeah. He'd probably get fired after like a year with the Lions. Um, <laughs> He's not into biting knees enough. Or wearing yeah. helmets during press conferences. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, if he was like the only coach out there, then I, I guess like it was the right move. And like, if he, if they reached out to him and they said, and he said no, I, I, I don't know. Like, was well, keeping Harbaugh around on like a crap contract like the right move? If there, if there was nothing else, sure? Question mark. But then he also like went out and decided to hire a bunch of high schoolers for his coaching staff. So, like, uh, that's, that, that's not true. He also hired his older brother's uh, problem, you know? Yeah, like, right, right. Who, who was is allegedly high in high school. <laughs> Which, wait, pod stance. We can't bully him because he's not in college yet. That's true. That is an official <laughs> podcast stance. Uh, is he? Not- is this? Uh, do you, either of you know if he's if he's younger than all of us? He is. Okay. No, I think he's a year older than me. No, I thought I thought he was the ninety-one. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Oh, God. Yeah? I think I don't remember. I don't remember his name. I know he's not Don Brown. Not Don Brown. Correct. Yeah, he's not. He's not very successful Don Brown, who they decided to send away for, well, I mean, obvious reasons, but at the same time, like, no, no, no. It's look. Anytime <laughs> you can fire the most successful defensive coordinator north of of Clemson, uh, in order to hire a guy who was an assistant linebackers coach for your older brother, you got to do it. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. That, 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 you just got to do it. There's no other choice. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Funny story. If you Google, I also do not remember his name. If you Google Michigan Wolverines defensive coordinator, uh, the autocorrect goes to Don Brown. <laughs> even google's like nah you guys are bluffing if you search it mike mcdonald is like all of the links that show up but the yeah. little wikipedia thing on the right side still down brown yeah <laughs> i was gonna guess that, that name sounded right in my head and i was gonna guess it isn't but... isn't that the guy who plays piano mike mcdonald mike mcdonald oh you mean oh you're talking about uh fish <laughs> sure i don't know <laughs> page it's page something Uh, Also, not that it really matters. Uh, Mike McDonald is almost exactly 18 months older than me. Yeah, so he's he's got a whole bunch of gray in his beard at the right right old age of 32. Never called plays. And then the guy who was supposed to call plays dipped out to be the head coach, which is is the right move for him because this season at Michigan is going to be a tire fire. Um, The head coach of Buffalo, which, again, right move. That's a good job. He that is a good that. job. I, look, I, um, I think Buffalo is one of those jobs that, like, you don't think about how great of a job it is until you look at the fact that nobody is within 100 miles of its recruiting territory. Yeah, yes. but did, wait, did you guys see the whole uh, Buffalo pipeline to Kansas thing now? No. No. Buffalo had, like, 10 players transferred to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> 
like within like forty. Does that include hours coaches? Ago. Were the coaches part of that? Well, yeah, the, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, Kansas's new coach after Les had to take a leave of absence is now Buffalo's old head coach. And so nice. most of his players to follow up or like the important ones. And let's talk about this. Um, would you rather have the talent level at 2020 Buffalo or 2020 Kansas? Because there's a correct answer here. This isn't an opinion thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Buffalo is, is the one who's put like NFL players out. And Kansas is the one that uh, is apparently super cool with hiring people who uh, cover up sexual assault. But hey. That's not our business. All right, wait. Back to Sorry. Michigan. Yeah, back to Michigan. I, I <laughs> want that. I want so Twigs is, is very I, slanted I, here and, and I don't Greg think he just like, heard what we just did. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, yeah, uh, just I, let it go. Just let it go. Okay. All right. All right, cool. Continue. Wait. All right. My my stupid fandom opinion <laughs> is they, they made the wrong move. I, I'm I know which side Twigs lands. I yeah. want to hear from Stump, who's like more fifty fifty. What like what what do you like what do you think is like what's the right move? Do you think that like taking this half assed contract and handing it to Harbaugh was the right thing to do, or do you think he should have dipped? Uh I mean it, that's two different questions, right? So from a Michigan standpoint, I think that my biggest fear is becoming uh, or uh I call it Bo Pelini-ing. Like when Nebraska <laughs> nine and three consecutive for like four consecutive years said that isn't good enough, fired Polini, and then immediately went even further into the tank. I don't want to do that. So to but- be clear, to be clear, that's actually uh, before it was Bo Pelini-ing, it was Glenn Masoning. Because remember, Minnesota used to be good. And then they fired Glenn no. Mason. For <laughs> Look, like the, the Marion Barber, Lawrence Maroney teams. Oh, yeah. um, they, they used to go eight and five or eight and four every single year. And then they were like, no, 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 we're going to fire our way to success. And then they hired Tim Brewster, and then they were the worst team in the Big Ten for a decade, slash the worst team in the West because Rutgers exists. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Really, I remember Jerry Kill more than I remember uh, Tim Brewster, but yeah. So I mean, I don't want to do that. I think that just firing him because you're uh, dissatisfied with going, you know, nine and three, ten and two, isn't the way to go. Especially considering the underlying like. Uh, statistics, uh, so like the um, S&P Plus stuff, kind of says that they should have been a lot better anyway. Yeah. So I know that's kind of uh, contradicting itself because if they should have been better and they weren't better, you should fire Harbaugh. But uh, I said originally that I think it's sort of two different questions because I don't think Michigan should have tried to move away from Harbaugh unless you can land like a guaranteed stud, which I don't know Matt Campbell is. Um, yeah. When I say guaranteed stud, I mean already established at a big school. Like if you can lure right, lure away Lincoln Riley, go for it. No, <laughs> I have no problem. With that. Here's 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 the part where I jump in and say, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know who, 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 who is who is leaving a good job to go to Michigan? Because at Michigan, okay, let's 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 put Michigan on the pedestal that that Michigan likes to believe it is. Where this is Michigan. Okay, you have Ohio State to deal with every year. You have Penn State to deal with every year. You have a constantly annoying and pissed off Michigan State to deal with every year. Notre Dame is in your recruiting back, you know, backyard. And, oh, by the way, um, Michigan, the state of Michigan, is losing people population-wise year over year over year. Michigan is an impossible job. Like, it, you can't win at Michigan because even if you go 10-2 and two and, and go toe-to-toe with Ohio State and Notre Dame and Penn State, that's not good enough. Right. Like, there, there, there's, this, there's this really large gap between expectations and reality at Michigan that, is, that comes from the fact that uh, Bo Schembechler, may he rest in hell, um, <laughs> was able to beat up on, on a Big Ten that was, you know, Michigan State in that era was reeling from cheating scandals, which – you know, self-imposed, but whatever. Um, you know, Penn State wasn't in the Big Ten. The Western teams in the Big Ten have never been serious. So it was, okay, it was Michigan, Ohio State, and nobody. And then as soon as other teams sort of started getting together, or figuring it out, Wisconsin in the early 90s, Michigan State under D'Antonio and Saban uh, to, in, in different eras. You know, Michigan, Michigan hasn't been an elite program. Not, they've had elite teams, but they have not been a tier one program since what the late 90s 
I mean, really? So I, I think yeah, this probably. idea, I, yeah, this idea that you're going to get Dabo Swinney to come up and, and be the head coach at Michigan or Lincoln Riley or, you know, well, you're not, and right. like, but that's, but that's that's the thing too is like, when you when they do inevitably fire Harbaugh because I, I really don't think it's going to work out. Um, I don't think he gets fired though. I think that he they're oh, I mean, yeah, he's probably like they're going to tell him to resign and he'll resign. They're yeah, not gonna, but that's what I was they're, saying they're about how like, this is two different questions. The question isn't whether or not Michigan should fire Harbaugh. The question is whether or not Harbaugh is smart enough to be like, ah, I uh, I need to find a new gig. Uh, yeah, he needs to. He needs to. What, what did what did what does Urban always say? His heart. His heart uh, is heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah heart attack. Heart spend attack. more time or with his family. To spend time with family. Um, yeah, but no, like they need to. They need to find that. It's like the Michigan State equivalent of like Mark Antonio, like the coach who has an like an. an I, they need to find the coach who like is pushing the envelope, probably on offense. Someone who's like doing innovative things that can that can get the talent that Michigan is currently getting and get it to overperform. Hold on, I've, I, I have a proposal for you. Okay, what's Jones? No, funny, but no. Uh, what if I told you that there was a coach who's offensive system he invented is basically the basis for all offenses in america right now would you be interested <laughs> you're gonna say something about rich rod i yep, am i am going I'm, i am going to bring up that rich rodriguez is that guy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah rich rodriguez yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think ultimately the thing is with harbaugh and and, and if we're gonna be like sort of honest with ourselves uh, and and my point of view on this is has always been that it's not it's not whether or not the guy you have is good enough. It's whether or not you can get anybody better than the guy you currently have. And I don't right. see I don't see anybody walking into this Michigan program right now in in the year of Tim Tebow's Lord twenty twenty one, and is going to make it any better because I think I think Michigan has a functional ceiling of of ten wins. And maybe you can overperform with Brady hoax players and, and get there. But I mean, is, 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 is this, is this sort of what Michigan is? And I, I think as soon as Michigan understands that it's okay, we want to compete for big 10 titles and, you know, catch Ohio state sleeping. As soon as they understand that that's the goal, not we're going to be Alabama North. I think that that's when you can start, you can start seeing a program that, that embraces who it is. You yeah. know, Michigan, Michigan state is only successful when, you know, Michigan State understands that it's we're some sort of cheating, plucky underdogs. Like that's when Michigan State is at its best. You know, when Michigan State is like, no, 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 we're a we're a blue blood. We're gonna do it just like Michigan. They fail and they fail miserably. So I think Michigan needs to understand, like, look, like you can do it in the marketing. Oh, this is Michigan. You know, the leaders and best, eleven national championships. But I think internally there has to be a sense of like, no, 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 no. We are we are going to be a bunch of you know, sort of angry motherfuckers to put it with, you know. Yeah. I, so I, right. And they can't really do it in this like half-assed way either. Like, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like Harbaugh tries to like with the hire of Gaddis kind of tries to do that. <laughs> and also like with Don Brown too, like we're going to be an angry motherfuckers <laughs> who are going to blitz all the time and, you know, hit hard. Um, but like, then he goes half-assed, right? And he doesn't like, especially with the offense, he doesn't let them go the full the full nine, so right? I think part of that is I think part of that though is that he like he came up under Schembechler, and he doesn't necessarily understand. Like, I understand that he he understands that this is what he needs to do to win, but like in the back of his mind, the entire time, everything he's been taught is saying, no, 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 this is wrong. We need to go back to I formation and yeah. seven down uh, linemen. Do you Which, hold I mean, on? I need to. I need to ask an honest question here. Do you think that there's anything in the back of Bo Schembechler's head that said, "No, no, no, this is wrong"? Do we think that that's possible? We swore we wouldn't go here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm also not touching this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but to Nick, have you guys ever seen that interview with Nick Saban that came out earlier this year where he was talking about uh, switching to like spread offense and more no huddle offense? Oh, he I mean, was so angry. I know, but to his credit. <laughs> He understood this is the way to win. And Nick Saban is like the second most driven college coach when it comes to his goals. All he wants to do is win. The first, of course, being Lane Kiffin trying to annoy Nick Saban. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, 
Nick, Nick Saban is is bested only. Uh, and it's and it's and it's, the entire Saban line is only bested by Lane Kiffin. Um, I don't know. Have you seen Have you seen that that video of uh of Nick Saban's daughter in a fist fight? Uh, I have not, and I don't really want. To. Chris, Kristen Saban can throw hands. Like, no, it's Kristen something something former tight end. Right. Yes. <laughs> um all right so last last thoughts on on the jim harbaugh coach taylor era of of michigan going into the season. <laughs> um like i mean what, what well, no, do we hey, hang on hang on who would you guys rather have coach taylor or coach harbaugh uh high school or college uh hiring coach taylor from high school to college the, ignoring ignoring the season two plot line uh, as head which, coach, not as QB coach. Uh, uh, and okay, and are, are we talking about postseason three or postseason five? Postseason. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Postseason <laughs> five, because okay, so, then it's been like kind of beaten to his head that like you gotta let your players play. <laughs> yeah. So, so as as a, a Michigan State fan, um, I want I want postseason five coach Taylor because I I need Vince Howard. Yeah, and I think he he'll bring him. I think it's I think kinda, that it's kind of short sighted though. Like you, you only get you only get Howard for I dude, mean if he's dude. coming in as like the number one recruit in the country like three years and then what happens next? Ole Miss did that with Houston Nut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sort of worked out for them until it really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but if, yeah, what? because Houston Nut is just is always trying to get that you know. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we if, if Michigan State cheated as much as Ole Miss did, I would be super happy. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Because remember, like, the, those Ole Miss teams had everybody. Like, anybody you wanted, they got. And yeah. So, uh, what's his name? Robert Indici? In uh, yep. Laramie Tunsil, uh, Laquan Treadwell, um, <laughs> Chad Kelly. Which yeah, of course, funny for other reasons, <laughs> and uh, of course, podcast favorite Shay Patterson. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Van, so Van Jefferson so, was there too, right? Yeah, yeah, and AJ Brown. Yeah, nice. Wow, um, they have tons of talent. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. and they they and I mean, I think they're the only teams that beat uh, Nick Saban's uh, Alabama in two years in a row. I think they're the only team to beat Nick Saban two years in a row. Yeah. Oh no 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 that's not true. Michigan uh Dick Saban played coached at Michigan State. He lost to some teams a couple times in a row. <laughs> I promise I was there. Um and also he 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 was I, I assume he played somebody twice under the Dolphins, right? Like they play division rivals twice. I'm sure he lost to the Patriots twice in a row. Yeah, okay. Well he only won How one game, he so at- he definitely lost division more than two division games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was there for like three months. Um, so, okay. So, 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 so how many wins this year and which, which wins would you need in order to be like excited about 2022 Harbaugh? Uh, you're like really toying with my heart and my head. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we do on this podcast. I know. I, I mean, seven wins. I'm not like staring at the schedule though. And I haven't thought of like each with given like whatever early season sandbags they're playing, plus they're playing Washington. Oh God, um, <laughs> it's at Washington, right? Are we? Oh no, no. We, we're missing that no. game because that yeah. was the yeah, that was the COVID game. game. Yeah, yeah, well, that's at home, and Washington's not good, right? They're no longer good. Uh, I mean, they're 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 in year two of the post Chris Peterson era. Yeah, they can beat them. Yeah, at home, like oh, God. Um. Well, that's I'm the first, going first game wins. of the year, right? First game, uh, of- yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So it's yeah. gonna be a completely scripted game. They've got that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so I, I'm gonna go seven wins. You, you really seven wins is enough for you to be excited about twenty? Oh no, no, no! Seven wins like that. I I think realistically they'll win. No, oh, no. yeah. I also under- misunderstood the question. No, but no, also, no. like seven yeah. wins is is such a uh, that's such like a bad. I don't know, like that. That that will be enough for Ward Manuel. Be like, okay, we're gonna keep him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, the Michigan fandom would revolt if if he wins fewer than nine and they keep him. Yeah. Although Michigan fans aren't really the revolting type. It's more like the mildly complain while sipping on 
Arnold Palmer's. Yeah, the the only the only way that like you get us to revolt is if like you you send a quarterback out multiple times with a, con- with a concussion, and then like you <laughs> and then that that sparks protest in front of the president's house, and then finally the president's like, okay, well, you got to fire the coach and the athletic director. <laughs> uh, Dave Brandon, if you would like to defend yourself, uh, you can find us on Twitter at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Uh, Brady Hoke, if you would like to defend yourself, you might need to put on a headset at some point. Uh, also, <laughs> we, we, we would need to mess with our levels because I don't think that Kermit the Frog really registers on what we're talking about here. No, but Yeah, you hear that, Pat Mahomes? You hear that, Pat Mahomes? You're not invited. Um, all right, folks, uh, we will uh, we will catch up with you in a in a couple weeks. And by then, maybe we can talk about actual foot. No, we're not. We're going to talk about some other fictional football. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we should all watch any given Sunday. That'll be fun. I was going to say, Burger, start, <laughs> Angus, start re- researching Willie Beeman. Well, you know, like this is the other thing in the season finale, like decided to play some slow, slow guitar music over football for like 10 minutes straight and that that's pretty much any given sunday so i might as well go and watch that okay well do you think we can find <laughs> copies of espn's playmakers i think they oh all of oh there it is there it is <laughs> uh phenomenal show phenomenal show uh and i think that it is now uh so for any of our listeners if any of you have dvds of the espn show playmakers please send them to us we will we will do a watch along and uh, a weekly how the update. hell do you expect me to watch a dvd <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know how technology works all right folks uh thanks thanks guys we will uh we will see you next time all right see ya looking forward to it bye coach once again, thank you to our guests, Angus and Stumpy. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TLS underscore N underscore TDS, uh, where we will be talking about how Diego Lainez is short and America is the only team that has ever won the CONCACAF Nations League. Um, we'll have an Instagram up eventually. We don't right now, but we will eventually. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, the Anchor App and the Smith Workforce Management Group. And we will see all of you next time. Please uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and give us five stars on whatever app you listen to us on, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.